Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. A member of the industry syndicate. This is where success happens. Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Here's your host, Todd Duncan. Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to High Trust Today, the podcast. I'm on a quest to help people win in business and in life. To do that, I know they must trust themselves, their relationships, their business, and they most certainly must trust their future. When you do that, you set in motion a universe of possibilities, and that journey begins right now. Hey, Milestone, Todd Duncan, Todd Duncan TV, episode, you ready? Six, zero, number 60, here we go. We realize I only have 40 more to go, and I'm at my first benchmark of 100. Thank you for watching, thank you for sharing, thank you for forwarding this to people you care about. It's a joy to hang with you each week for uh, 10 minutes or so and uh, just share truth with you. And we are literally um, over the cusp of our eight-week series. We are on habit number five. We're talking about the top eight habits that the top 10% engage in on a regular basis. If you have not watched the first four, go back and watch those because this one will make a lot more sense. If you have watched them, uh, go ahead and continue. And if you don't wanna go back, that's your prerogative too. Just take a listen to the next seven to eight minutes. I think you'll find some value in this. So the, the fifth habit is that the high performers know their competition, okay? And knowing competition, knowing who your competitors are, knowing about your competitors, knowing kind of how they represent and how they attempt to influence and what they do and all of those things is a really great initial exercise, initial. And why do I say that? I say that because I think that initially what you wanna do is you wanna find out how everybody is doing it poorly, okay? My wife and I have a best-selling book out called Five Stars, How to Create High Ratings and High Trust in the Digital World. And I will tell you that one of the greatest elements of that book is an element called story selling. And the reason why that kind of syncs up perfectly with this week's lesson is because when you sell with story, you don't need to call out a competitor and put them down. You don't need to package yourself against a competitor and say something that might come back to bite you, to haunt you. When you story sell, you can literally compartmentalize an entire way of doing something wrong against your way of doing something right. I'll give you an example. If I'm a a loan originator and I'm working with buyers and I I wanna have differentiated conversation with them and I wanna kind of in one fell swoop eliminate the competition, story selling will sound like this. Most loan originators will quote you an interest rate. How I am different is I help you integrate the mortgage you select into your long and short term investment and income goals. I help you maximize your payment and equity objectives. And I help you make sure every month that the mortgage is working for you instead of you working for it. Can I ask you some questions that will equip me to better do that for you? In one fell swoop, most originators will quote you a rate. How I am different is. 
So I, I literally begin to eliminate the competition. Uh, I've sat down with real estate professionals and, and I've asked them questions to which they will say, I've never been asked <clears throat> these kinds of questions from a, from a loan officer before. So that is story selling in reverse, because now what I get to say is I get to say, that doesn't surprise me. Most loan originators are not interested in your well-being and your success. They're only looking for the ability to take your next buyer and hopefully win the business for them and not for you. I'm different. My goal is to help you win in the marketplace, and if I do that, I think I can count on you for buyer referrals. See, that is unique and different. And I, I, wanna, I wanna be able to emphasize, you know, most of my competition doesn't care enough to ask you the kind of questions I'm asking. Or most loan originators don't have the time, nor do they know what to do with that time to sit down and have this kind of conversation with you. So I want you to know that it's, it's really cool when you start to differentiate by distancing. Okay, it's a really important concept. If I differentiate, by distancing myself from everything normal that in the high trust world is abnormal, like deeper questions, then I win and I win more easily, more fluidly. I have less transactional friction. I, I have less shopping around. I have more committed clients who will use me, stay with me, refer me. Everything is positive when you start to think about differentiating through distancing. Now, having said that, there's another problem if you don't orient yourself around this kind of thinking about your competition. I think it has to do with comparing. What I mean by that is you probably know, and you've probably been guilty of it. I know I've been guilty of it. There is this sense that we start to compare ourselves against a competitor. Maybe it's how much volume we're doing against how much they're doing. Maybe it's how much money we're making versus how much money they're making. Maybe it's about trying to do something better than they're doing it and copying them. I don't know where I meet you in this statement, but I can tell you right now, the healthiest way for you to approach a business is to run your own race to run the race you were built and born to run. And the only comparison you should ever have is you should know your own internal competitor, which is the voice in your head. Because that competition will do more to damage you than almost any other level of competition that there is. When your psyche and your emotion and your self-esteem are competing with your desire and your commitment and your attempt to execute, that's the competition that will take you down. So we need to really internalize how do we become our best versus comparing ourselves to the people out there that might be better than you, right? My father-in-law said something interesting. We were having a conversation a couple years ago and he said, you put 20 people in a room and you, know, you, you all throw your biggest problem in the room in most cases, most people would take back their problem in comparison to somebody else. And I think what ends up happening is we make things internally bigger than they really are. Imagine awakening every day, and as John Wooden used to say, your only commitment to today is to make it a masterpiece.
That's your, that's your goal. The, today is about creating my own masterpiece. Henry Ford said something very important. He said, the, the competitor to be feared. Listen carefully, I'm gonna read it to you. The competitor to be feared is the one who never bothers about you at all, but goes on making his own business better all the time. And that I think summarizes what I wanted to communicate with you, that man, you will go down in flames if all you do is try and copy the next best guy. But if you make a commitment to be your best and to follow three simple rules about competitive thinking, you will be amazed at how much better your life is, how much better your business is, how much more profitable you are, how much more joy and fulfillment you have. It's crazy. So here are the three things. Go where your competition doesn't go. Go to markets they're not in. Go to people they're not talking to. Go to ecosystems they don't serve. Go to businesses they're not aware of. Try to buck the normal trend. Try to do something differently than everybody else is doing by going somewhere they are not. Now, if part of where you want to go is still a great place to go, then number two is do what your competition doesn't do. So I'll give you an example. So you may have just heard me say, you know, don't call on real estate agents because the competition calls on real estate agents. Maybe you still need to call on real estate agents. So if you do, then you eliminate competition by doing things when you make those calls and you have those interactions that are uniquely different. So as pointed out earlier, you eliminate the competition. So that's number two. Number three is say what they don't say. That's story selling. Say what the competition doesn't say. So if you're going where they aren't, if you're doing what they won't or don't, and you are saying what they aren't or won't say, you don't have any competition. It's amazing when you stop and think about that. One of my biggest accounts as a, as a loan originator was a business that you wouldn't even have thought of as a business that I could get a lot of loan referrals out of. And it was a hospital. And the only reason I got that hospital to be a business partner of mine is because I answer those questions. Where are my competitors going that, that you know, I don't want to go and how do I go somewhere else? What do I do that my competitors aren't doing that is abnormal and different and yet still uniquely and potentially profitable? And then what do I do when I go there in a way that my competitors will never do? And as a result of that thinking, my business took on an entirely unique dimension, much more profitable, uh, much faster in growth, uh, much more sustainable. Um, all things good, right? So this habit, know your competitors, know the outside competitors, know the inside competitor, do what they don't, say what they don't, go where they won't, and you're gonna be in great shape. Okay, see you next week. Thank you for listening to the High Trust Today podcast. If you wanna make this year your best year ever, double, triple, or even quadruple your volume and performance, then I want you to click the link for your ticket to Sales Mastery show notes to find out how you can make more money in less time with less stress.